This podcast is sponsored by the Kerry Golston Ministries International, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Pastor Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name. Amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. Like I said to them, this is something that can revolutionize your thinking. Hallelujah. And you're receiving your harvest. So I want you to have it in your hand so you can talk to it when you have to. Amen. You you won't have to look over at it and talk to that thing for a minute. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. That's a nice looking box, Barbara. What you talking about? Look at that. You did that? That's a nice looking box. Shoot, it looks like draw out of somebody's nice stuff. Amen, amen. All right, turn in your Bibles, please, to Malachi chapter 3. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. It's all about you, Lord Jesus. Ooh, got a good report on, on, uh, on Minister Lisa's message last Sunday in Pennsylvania. Good report, good report. As a matter of fact, let me say this, while you're turning to Malachi 3, uh, several people came up to me to speak to me after the service, and uh, uh, the last one that came up to speak to me, she was from, uh, she and her husband were from uh, Brother A.R. Bernard's church in Brooklyn, uh, and uh, which is an excellent church, and she said that uh, she believed that it was God that was telling them to, you know, buy the home in Pennsylvania. And uh, she said, but after she got there, after a while, she said, I started, I, I had such a heaviness because I, I missed I miss my church. I missed the word. I missed the teaching of the words because it was so rich and so, so good. And she said that, the, so after a while, I started doubting whether I had heard God or not to, to buy this house. You know, and she said, and, you know, in searching for, searching for a church and whatnot. She said, I was, I, apparently they'd been to a number of churches and uh, she was really, you know, down in her spirit regarding it. If you're rolling tape, it's all right. Just keep going. I'm something to say anything. I'll prophesy in the middle of a belch. Anything can happen. Amen. So anyhow, so she said, <laughs> so she said that, uh, you know, I was really getting, uh, really getting heart sick about it. And she says, but, uh, like I said, she sat down and waited till two or three people who came up to see me. And she says, but I want you to know that uh, I have been praying and asking God for uh, a man of God and, and somebody who could teach on the level that I was accustomed to and whatnot. And she said, I want you to know and I want you to tell your wife that that heaviness is gone and uh, God has, has answered prayer and I, I'm happy to be here. Amen. And she said, we're going we gonna to grow this thing. We're going to grow this thing. 
Praise God. So she's excited. And uh, amen. She told me especially to tell you, let you know. Amen. All right. Praise God. Oh, yeah. Another one said, Aruba's fine. You can go. Amen. She, she was there. Another one of the folks she went to Aruba last week. All right. Did you find Malachi chapter 3? Glory to God. I found out something. Boy, I tell you, that prophetic thing, when it's working on you, you just, just open your mouth and go to talking. God give you stuff. Amen. All right. Malachi chapter 3. Uh, very familiar scripture. But I believe the Lord wanted me to share it with you because I began to share it with them in, in Pennsylvania. And I, it just uh, it, it just continued to grow and to grow. And as I said, I did my whole hour. Brother Bernard was giving me the signal, you know, hey, we got to go. <laughs> you know. But anyway, in Malachi, the third chapter, in the sixth verse. Very familiar scriptures. Listen to this. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Now, I didn't even stop there in Pennsylvania, but I'm stopping there here. If the Lord was a changeable God, he'd have got sick of us a long time ago, and we'd have been we'd have been consumed. <laughs> Amen. But see, he already said that his mercy endures forever and his mercies are new every morning and he'll not destroy the earth again, not but water. So watch this now. Even from the days of your fathers, ye are gone away from mine ordinances and have not kept them return unto me and i will return unto you saith the lord of hosts but ye said wherein shall we return how shall we come back to you then he goes on to say will a man rob god yet you have robbed me but you say wherein have we robbed thee and he says in tithes and offerings now this is this is what the lord said this morning in pennsylvania i got a word for you guys too this is what he said in Pennsylvania this morning. The only way to get back to God is to bring him an offering. Did you hear that? The only way to get back to God is to bring him an offering. You can't pray your way back. What did he say? Return unto me. Bring tithes and offerings. You can't get back to me praying. You can't get back to me just because you go back to church. You can't get back to me just because now you're going to read your Bible. We got to stick with the word, folks. See, that's the problem. Christians are trying to write their own Bibles. They won't do it their way. Oh, well, this, this is good enough. No, it's not good enough. You have to do it his way, what he says, and how he says it. He said, you want to come back to me? Bring me an offering. We're going to have to change some of the stuff that we thought. You know, like when we have the, uh, when we have the, uh, the invitations, 
You got to have a fellowship with God. You want to get back? <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. This thing is deep. Said you want to get back to God? You know, just pray. No. You want to get back to God? Just, you know, just raise your hand and, and, and you come on back with the folks who are coming in. That what that said? He said, return unto me. I'm going to get back. Well, just, just do what the other folks just accept the, accept the grace of the Lord to come back. No, he said, return unto me. Bring me your tithes and offerings. <laughs> yeah, read it. Read it. Read it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. It's right there in the book. I didn't see it either. You, you read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. See, I didn't see it either until this morning. See, we're writing our own Bible. You know, just lift your hand. God will take you back. No, he won't. <laughs> no, he won't. No, he won't. You want to come back to me? Bring me an offering. Bring me something. What's that you got in your hand? Okay, come on back. <laughs> Teach that thing. Okay. Amen. It's in the book. You can't, you can't get away from the book. It's in the book. Follow what the book says. Don't try to write your own script. He made it as simple as possible, but we miss it because we get churchy. Come on up here to the altar. Throw yourself on the altar and cry out to God and he'll take you back. How do you know? How do you know when he took you back? At what point do you stop praying? How do you know when he took you back? Oh, when I feel better. Hey, you don't operate my feelings. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Everybody say amen. amen. That means it is so. <laughs> okay. So then. So then he took me someplace. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because I want you to hold on to your offering so you can sow it properly. Sow it properly. There's nothing wrong with what was done earlier and what we've been doing. But, you know, you get more revelation. And when you get more revelation, you're responsible for it. Amen. So, so anyway. So he says, return unto me. Bring me your tithes and your offerings if you want to come back to me. And then I thought about it. Now, this is all happening to me while I'm teaching this thing. This is all coming to me then while I'm teaching it. That uh, he said, what we've been talking about, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest. God the Father wanted a family. He had to plant a seed. Jesus was the seed that he planted to get a family. He said, well, what's giving got to do with getting saved? He had to give Jesus for you to get saved. It's got everything to do with it. And you can't go get around that. 
You have to do the same thing he did. You want to come back to me? Bring a seed. You remember in the Old Testament, uh, time after time, they said they were going to see the prophet because at that time, the only way that you could get a word from God was through the prophet. And they said, we can't go to the prophet because we don't have a gift. We have to take something to him. We have to give him something. Y'all wake up now because I'm telling this is revolutionary here. I'm talking revolutionary stuff. He said, no, we can't go to the prophet unless we got a gift to give him. And, and, and David said, I will not give God that which costs me nothing. It's got to cost me something. I got to give him something. Bring an offering. Seed, time, and harvest. God knows what system he put into place. And because he put that system into place, that's how it's going to work or it won't work at all. I don't care how much you cry, moan, scream, holler, pray, read, talk, get hands laid on you. Agree together. Anoint with oil. That's not what he said. He said, you can come back to me, bring me an offering. Then we can talk. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> I got me a quick revelation. Anytime. Ooh, I just got something else. Did you see that? I just got something else. You ever had a discussion with God and didn't get an answer? Go get you an offering and come back say, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Isn't that how the people went to the prophet when they needed an answer to a question or a problem or a situation? They took him an offering. Say, here. Now, I need to know thus and so. You talk to God for me. Well, we can go directly to God ourselves. See, you got that hard thing that you've been, you've been trying to get through to, to God for and it seemed like you ain't getting no answer? Amen. Go get him an offering. Bring him an offering. All right, now. Now, see, y'all ain't doing, you, see, you didn't listen. I told you, hold on to your offering envelope. Because I'm going to say some things and I want you to have it with you in case you have to talk to it. I said several things. And, so, and those things that I said, that can be the seed that you sow for the thing that you were looking for and didn't receive or the conversation you had with God when he didn't answer you. Said, okay, I'm going to name this seed. I might as well use this one. I might as well use this one. Okay, then I said to you, because I shared this with them, that uh, I gave them the situation of if we're going to put a new roof on the church and everybody uh, agreed that they're going to put in $500 a piece to get this new roof on, and I said you give that $500, that is not your harvest, the roof. That is not your harvest. As a result of that, the new roof will go on, but that goes to the carpenter or the roofer. That's his harvest. That's not your harvest. Oh, y'all need to wake up. That is not your harvest. That is his harvest. 
You name that seed, that 500, those impact offerings that we did. Some of us didn't didn't bother to name it because we didn't have a revelation. We just do it because everybody else was doing it. Uh-uh, no, no, no. No, no, name that thing. You want, you need your harvest. And I said to you that that was not your harvest, but take it to another level. And that is your electric bill is a seed. Your car note is a seed. Your mortgage or your rent is a seed. That is not your harvest. That's the landlord's harvest. Your electric bill is not your harvest. That's, that's Con Edison's harvest. We're going to break it down here. We're going to break it down. We want to we on a level where everybody can understand it. Okay? That is not, that is not your harvest. That is Con Edison's harvest. Your mortgage is not your harvest. That is the, the bank who loaned you the money. That's their harvest. Maybe that is the purpose of it, but it's not your harvest. I'm going where I wasn't was this morning. Where ain't I? And I'm going somewhere else, ain't I? Okay, okay. That is not your harvest. That's their harvest. And then uh, Sister Frances came to me uh, before I left. And she said, you know, you don't mind me telling them, do you? Okay, all right. Because, I mean, it fits so smooth in there. I said, I need, I need to tell that. I told them to in Pennsylvania. But I didn't mention you because they don't know who you are anyhow. Amen. But anyway, Sister Francis came to me the Sunday before we left. No, Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? Wednesday before we left. And she said, I heard what you said when you were teaching that about, you know, the, the, the electric bill and this and that and the other. That is, that, is not, uh, uh, that is not your harvest, but it is a seed and it will be a harvest, your harvest, if you name it. And she said, I just couldn't get with that. I couldn't understand that. And she said, so I, uh, what'd you say? You prayed or you, you talked to God about it? On, on the way home, she said, I just couldn't get with that. She said, I heard what he said, but I just couldn't get with that. And she said that, uh, so she was talking to the Lord about it, and the Lord said to her, <laughs> let, me, let me put it this way. He didn't say this. I'm going to say this. Remember he said, will a man rob God? But you have robbed, robbed me in tithes and offerings. So, the Lord said to her, isn't your tithe a debt? Isn't your tithe a debt? So if your tithe is a debt that you owe, your electric is a debt that you owe. Your mortgage is a debt that you owe. Your car note is a debt that you owe. Your insurance is a debt that you owe. And if you can get a harvest from the debt that you owe to God, you should be able to get a harvest from the debt that you owe to anybody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, you know, see, I understood it, but that, that example that God gave her was perfect for me to explain it to everybody else. You get that now? You got it now, right? They woke up, right? Oh, okay. The Bible said they woke up now. They woke up now. Because, see, I know people were having trouble with, 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 gap, with grasping that. How could my electric bill be a seed that's going to give me a harvest? Well, he gave her the perfect answer. He said, your, your tithe is a debt 
that you want. And I'll give you harvest for that. What do you think? I'm going to change? I'm going to change in the middle? No, no. I don't change. I, what we read first? I am the Lord. I change not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, that's revolutionary, man. I mean, even even for the cheap folk. That even work for the cheap folk, you know, who don't want to do nothing else. I bet you pay that electric bill. I bet you pay that telephone bill. I bet you pay that car note. You can be cheaper to work. You don't have to do nothing else. So, so what I said was, y'all getting this? You getting this? Because I mean, I want I want you to get this because this is powerful. This is powerful. So, so I said before I left last time, what we need to do is we need to generate a, a harvest, a seed time and harvest sheet, where you write down the date, how much you give as your seed, what you're expecting as a harvest from it. And you need to write that down for everything. Everything you give, you want to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I, I just we just we just we just went to went to, to California for, for Fickway from convention and then on to vacation. That airfare is a seed. If I ever flew, I could sow a seed. By buying a ticket and say, my harvest will be tickets in the future. I'll never have to worry about another airline ticket. That's my harvest. That's my harvest. I'm sowing it so that it return in like form. You mean I can get paid for going on vacation? Yes. I said yes. Don't just pay your money for a cruise. It's a seed. It's a seed. And you want it to act in like form, so let it be seed for the next cruise. And the next cruise. And the next cruise. Oh, we've missed it. We've missed it. We've missed it. Dear God, we've missed it. I want to slap myself sometime. I just want to slap myself sometime. So how can I have missed this? All these years. And it was right there. But it is. It's right there. You got to do it. You got to do it. Say, so now this is my seed. And see, the reason you need to write it down. When you. Remember they used to give you bank books. You would go and make a deposit. And they would stamp it in the book. And they give you the book back. And you use the book to say, okay, that's what I got. So in like manner, <laughs> use your book. <laughs> use your book. This is what I got. <laughs> this is what I got coming to me, see? This is it. This is it. See, because when they, when they, oh, glory to God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got that. Yes, sir. When they, see, when you put it in, they don't always put the interest on there. But when you come back with another one, sometimes you'll make a withdrawal and what you took out, 
they put it right back in interest. He didn't lose a thing. It's my harvest. That's my harvest. That's my harvest. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest. And I want you to know I'm working this baby. I'm working this baby. Let me tell you. You, you, you don't need to tell me something because I'm going to work it. I'm working it. Okay. Here, here we go. Now I'm going to take, I'll tell you this part. Uh, I, now I did not plan to do this. This was not my thought. But God, he don't work in mysterious ways. He works in supernatural ways. But God arranged when we were driving down to Palm Springs down there. You know, and my wife, every time you say something about, you know, about the gas or about the food, how much it costs, or about this, how much that, you know, she say, well, you're in Palm Springs. You're in Palm Springs. Everything costs more, you know, just because you in Palm Springs. In other words, if you hear, if you hear, you better be able to afford it or leave. So anyhow, we riding around. We went. We went someplace, and and I spotted this this Rolls Royce Bentley dealer. Yeah, say that again. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I spotted this dealer. Y'all listen now. I spotted this dealer, and uh, and we went where we were going, and on the way back. So look at that. We'll stop up in there. We'll come back. So we did what we had to do. We spun around to come back. And I pulled on over to go in this place. Okay, we had a little had a little friend with us, uh, one of one of Faith and Danielle's friends that we met out there before. And supernaturally, they we met them again. So anyway, she was in the car too. So uh, I pulled in there and uh, got out and went and started looking at the cars that were outside because the place was closed. I said, "Ooh, look at here! Glory to." God, look at this thing. Remember, I'm always telling you, go to the store, look at it, touch it. Then I was guilty of not doing it myself. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So I, I went there and I walked around and I looked at it. I said, well, I like this one. And I like that one. I like the way it looked on the inside and whatnot. And uh, then uh, kind of look at some of them stickers. And then start talking about the seats again. Yeah, I like them seats, you know. <laughs> look real nice, you know. So anyway, I'm I'm, I'm looking around at them and whatnot. And I said, man, this is good. We we have to stop back here. So in the process of time, I don't know if it was the next day, a couple of days later, we came back through there. And now they're open because they were closed that day. It was Sunday, and we came back through there. And we stopped, and the salesman uh, was there. And he he brought us in and invited us in graciously, you know. And uh, you know, you act like you're supposed to be there. You know, you know, you act like you're supposed to be there. You know, that's how you do. You pull up your sleeve and flash a little bit, you know. You're scratching your head, you know. <laughs> so anyway, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, so then they treat you real nice. See, they treat you real nice. See, <laughs> you see, Brother George know what I'm talking about. See, he do it now. He's trying to be cool now, but he was he was flashing crazy years ago. He was flashing everything. Everything was flashing. If he smiled, he was flashing everything. 
<laughs> I'm trying to blush now. I get what I'm talking about. Okay, anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. So, <laughs> so I went, you know, so he showed, he showed me the stuff, you know. He said, come on, you ever try this? Sit down. And he started, I said, well, I want you to tell me about it. You know, I want to know about this stuff. I, I don't know anything about them, but, I, but I'm interested. He said, what's your price range? I said, oh, about 100000 I could have said 200,000, 300,000, 400,000, half million, two million. I could have said anything. What's different? I ain't got none of it. <laughs> he asked me what I had. He asked me what my price rate was. Y'all got to learn how to listen. See, y'all don't listen to what people say. See? See, he asked me what my price rate I said 100,000. I mean, I didn't bat a lie. All right? Quick. You know, <laughs> you know when you stutter, they think you're lying. You know? <laughs> 100,000. Quick. <laughs> so anyway, he showed me around, you know, and I'm I'm looking at the things, man. I'm sitting in it, boy. I said, boy, you know, this is, man, this is right nice. I said, you know what? There's driving on another level. I mean, I thought I arrived when I started riding in the Escalade. Them seats bigger than on the Escalade. I mean, them seats just swallow you, you know? I said, man, look at this. What you talking about? Man, glory to God. I said, you know, let me go, let me go send another one. Mm. You know? <laughs> Put the print on it, you know? You know, you mark it. Yeah, yeah, Mark's though sometimes. So anyway, you know, I'm looking at this thing. It was, I mean, this is nice. This is something on another level here, you know. And then all of a sudden, watch this now, watch this now. It hit me. I said, I can do this. I can do this. And I gave them the story this morning of, remember when the prophet came upon the man? He was preaching. And the man uh, was there listening. He was lame. And, and the prophet said, I don't remember if it was Peter or I think it was Peter. But anyway, he said, this man has faith to be healed. But he was still sitting there crippled. Did, did you hear me? This man has faith to be healed, but he was still sitting there crippled. So the prophet grabbed him by the hand and lifted him up. Pulled him up, and the word says that his feet and ankle bones received strength, and he leaped and walked. He had the faith to be healed, but until he did something, nothing happened. So when that, when I said, I can do this, the faith was already there. The faith was already there, but I had never acted on what was resonant in me. So when I acted upon it and stopped at the place and sat down and felt of it, out of my mouth came, I can do this. I can believe for this. I can believe for this. What you think is out of reach is only out of reach because you think so. Because you got to receive it on the inside before you ever receive it on the outside. And I believe when I said that out of my mouth, I received it. I can do this. I, I can do this. 
So anyway, I told him my, my price range was a hundred thousand. He started. Uh, we we looking at things, and he uh, revealed to me what you could get for a hundred thousand. I immediately upped the ante. I said, because what you're offering for a hundred thousand, I don't want that. So I had to go to hundred fifty. Had to go to hundred fifty thousand. Because that's what I can believe for. Now, ain't no sense of me looking at that one that cost three hundred and sixty thousand, or that other one that cost four hundred and thirty thousand. Because first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. All right, it's got to start with the blade. You got to start somewhere. I said, okay, hundred fifty thousand. I can believe for that. I can believe for that. I can believe for that. He said, well, what you need with that? What's the matter with the Cadillac? See, the person didn't want you to have the Cadillac before. Now, what's wrong with that? Why don't you just keep that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's wrong with polyester? What'd you get to have that for? As long as you got clothes on. Well, the Lord has an answer for that, too. I told you a long time ago about the Lord. I was riding along the, the, uh, the uh, it was a throughway. You're right. It was a throughway. And, and I'm riding along, and this car came up next to me, and here was this woman sitting in this car, and she's sitting high, and it was a Mercedes. It was a big Mercedes, right? She's sitting high, and I'm looking at her as she's going by me, and, and, uh, and the Lord said to me, that's the way I want my children to look. So what he gave me, this is what he gave me out there. The same thing that he gave me about the house that I'm in right now, when I told him I don't need no pool, he said it ain't for you. It ain't for you. He gave me the same thing where this Rolls Royce is concerned. It ain't for you. You are an ambassador representing me. It's for you to bring glory to me. As long as you recognize, as long as you recognize it, and it's not a thing that you're going to use to show off to somebody else, I'm glorifying him. Because if he puts it on your heart, and see, I didn't go there with that purpose. That was not my purpose or my intent. I, I'm, I'm passing by the place and saw it and was attracted to it. So it's time. It's time. So it's for his glory. It's for his glory. So I'm going to be glorifying God. Amen. It ain't about me showing out. Y'all talking to your offering envelopes? All right, I've been talking a long time now. Y'all talking talk to your offering envelopes? Amen. And what I like about these things, see, now, now, listen, watch this now, watch this now, watch this now, I'm going to mess with y'all. I'm going to mess, y'all, y'all get ready, I'm going to mess with y'all, mess with y'all, watch. I ain't even tell you the good stuff yet, I mean, that's good enough, I ain't tell you good stuff yet. But when, when I sat in that thing, I mean, I looked out over the hood, it was a long ways to the end. And you all see Dick Tracy, remember Dick Tracy with all the bright colors and the brilliant colors and whatnot? Remember those cars, them big cars, big shiny cars and whatnot? That's the way this thing was. This is the other one. This is the brand new Phantom. That's the name. Oh, that's the name. This, it's the Phantom. That mammy jammy boy, let me tell you. Woo! 
I said, good God Almighty, look at here. <laughs> I'm, oh, my Lord, that's it. It's called the phantom. I mean, you only see it in books right now. You, you don't see them run up and down the street. Mm. Well, we got in that thing. Faith and Daniel got in it. You know, they just said, hey, I can, I, can do, I can do this. I can do this. I said, so I, I, got, I got some agreement, you know. <laughs> I got some agreement up, with, up in here, okay? So anyway, don't forget, I'm going to mess with y'all. mess with y'all. So I said, I looked up. I looked up and I looked over that hood. It was big. You know, it's big. It's big. It's a big car. Big car. All of them big cars. All of them. Even the, even the little ones are big cars. The little ones are bigger. That, that, thing, that phantom is just as tall as that Escalade. Just as tall as the Escalade. It's big. It's big. It's nasty. It's nasty. I'm telling you, it's nasty. But it's big. And you know what's big? It's, it's big like that for, you know, so it can handle everybody. Brother, brother him and brother him and it can, it can handle all of, all you all you I mean shoot, man and everything everything works the guy came out for the phantom you said okay we'll finish with the other stuff he said oh yeah I'll tell you something about the phantom he said oh you want to see come on we'll take you let you see it you know I said do you ship to New York he said oh yeah yeah we, we ship all the time no problem I told you you got to act like you're supposed to be there <laughs> We, we we talking for about five ten minutes, and then uh, 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 I told him I was in the ministry. He said, "Oh, that's oh, that's good, that's good." He said, "You know, one of my customers, uh, uh, Doctor Fred Price." I said, "Go on with your bad self. Go, go ahead on, now. go ahead on. Listen, listen to me now. Listen to me now." He said, "Yeah, yeah, Doctor Price, one of my." He said, "I was in Beverly Hills. I only been out here in Palm Springs about three months." Do you see how God maneuvers it? You see how God maneuvers stuff? Don't, 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 listen. Nothing happens by accident. God is moving all the time. God is putting you in position. God is obligated to bring me into the presence of the people that I need to know to take me where I need to go. God is raising up somebody somewhere to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their resources to help me. So I told him, yeah, we're out here at the conference with Dr. Pratt. He said, oh, you know about the Pratt? Oh, yeah. That's my homie. <laughs> he said, yeah, I delivered Dr. Price's car to his house. He said, yeah, I know. You want to see the car he got? I said, yeah. <laughs> Show me the one. So he took me over to the, over to the side. He said, this is the one right here. This is the one he got, just like this. He said, here's his white with red interior. He got the extended extended one, extended uh, uh, length. You know, so the back seat is like a limousine. So let's get back to the Phantom. The Phantom. Don't forget the Phantom. Y'all remember the Phantom, right? You remember the Phantom, okay? So we go over to the Phantom. Look at Adrian back there. She's so bad, I tell you. Can't take her nowhere. Anyway, we, we, we go over to the Phantom. And he says, well, this, this vehicle has several features, you know, that, uh, uh, so he, he gets his, uh, he gets the little thing. Y'all don't mind me talking about this, though, do you? It's all right. All right, good, good, good. I'm preaching anyhow, you know, you know that, right? Okay. So anyway, he comes out, he comes out uh, with, with this little thing. It looks like a, uh, uh, a remote, just like a remote, you know? So he, 
he goes like that, and and uh, you know, <laughs> I guess the door's unlocked. I don't know. I ain't seen nothing happen. He just went like that, you know. And then he walks over to it and he opened the, the front doors and the back doors and whatnot. I said, Oh, look at here. My God, the inside of that thing, this is better than our living room chairs. I was ashamed of my living room couch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got shame, okay? I'm glad the man wasn't home with me, okay? But anyway, oh, these doors open, and the back doors, they open like this way, you know? They open like, you know, you open your regular door and sit down. No, they open this way, okay? So you, you get in the car, you know, and uh, and uh, so he got in the back seat with, with, with us, and then Faith and Daniel, they jumped in. He showed us how to get in. Oh, yes, you have, there's a special way. You have to enter, you have to enter the car. There's a space. There's a handhold here, and another handhold here, and you just touch that and you pivot. <laughs> oh yes, there's a special way to have special way to enter, and you know. So so anyway, he showed us how to enter the car. So we sat down in the car, and he says he's showing us the little things, and you know they got a they got a like a, a, a like a walnut thing in the back of the back seat that comes up and it flips down. That's in all of the Rolls Royce. And it makes like a little table for you, a little walnut table and all that stuff like that. So if you're back there, you can, you know, there's another level, y'all. Okay, there's another level. I just, I just, I just want you to know that, okay? While, while we're talking, there's another level, okay? I mean, I thank God for your, your Geo and your Ford and your... But there's another level, okay? So anyway, so so we sit down in there, you know, and then and then he say, "Well, this this uh, car has a special feature that none of the other ones have." And so he had the doors. He says, "Leave the doors open." He left the doors open. He said, "Now you see that button right up here?" I said, "Hmm." He said, "Press that button." We pressed the button. The door said, "Hmm." The doors closed. I'm talking about my mirrors opening. This man got doors, they close when you press a button. So look at him. So then I thought, I mean, okay, that's it now. That's it. That's it. I've seen enough, okay? No, no. He says, now with the door open, you know, in the edge of the door, on the edge of the door there, he said, you see that big knob? There was a big knob on this door and a big knob on that door. And he said, now press the button beneath the knob. You press the button beneath the knob and an umbrella jumps out. And I didn't say it, but I thought it. I said, nigga, please. <laughs> I'm back in the hood, just like that. <laughs> So I was thinking, oh, that's nice, that's nice. And I was thinking, oh, nigga, please. You know, umbrella jumping out the door. Okay, so, so, so anyway, he showed us that and whatnot, you know. Then he says, okay, well, let's go up front, you know. So he said, I want you to get up front and try it up front there, you know. So I get up front and... Uh, and he gets a, he gets in the, in the in the driver's seat first, and I'm standing outside. Now I'm I, I'm I'm Joe Cool. 
<laughs> you got to be cool. You got to act like you belong there. Okay, don't don't act like you don't know what you're doing. Okay, so I'm looking for the key silently. <laughs> ain't no key, ain't no keyhole. I'm looking at this, you know, but I'm cool. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. I'm cool. So he takes the same little remote and he sticks it in a, a little hole in the dashboard. And everything goes, okay. I mean, the music comes on and fluorescent lights come on everywhere. But I'm cool. I'm supposed to do that, you know. I know that. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I'm cool, okay? So so then he shows me and because I I know he know I'm thinking it. How you start this thing? But I was cool. I didn't say nothing, but he's he's a good salesman, see. So he don't let you uh, you know, dish yourself. <laughs> he, he, you know, he, he he answered you before you asked it. You know, he said, and, and see that button right there. You press that button to start the car. So with the with this thing in there, you just press the button and it starts. And when you park, you press the button and it stops. And you just pull out your remote and put it in your pocket, and everything goes ooh, locked down. <laughs> Good God Almighty! I said, what is this? I said, there's driving on another level. Y'all got your offer envelopes? All right, all right, now, all right, now. See, that, this is what God wants us to know, that there's stuff out there. There's stuff out there. There's stuff out there. But you can't have faith beyond your knowledge. See, I, I knew of these but I had never taken the time to go for me. I saw Dr. Hilliard's. I saw Dr. Price's other one. I saw them, but I never went up for me. So you got to go for you. I stopped for me. I stopped to look at it for me, not for somebody else. Remember I said, your Hope is your earnest expectation, but you got to get there first, and you can't get there back in your room. When I said, I can do this, hope, I mean, just came alive. Faith had something to connect to now. Faith is the substance of things hope for. See, it's not just your desire. It's not just your desire. Because I always say, yeah, I'd like to have one of them. But that was not the real thing. It became alive when I went there for me. I said it became alive when I went there for me. Oh, God. All right, let me tell you this, then I'm going to receive the offering. <clears throat> I went back. Oh, there's a whole lot more stuff going on, but I, I ain't going to get into that. Because there's a whole other message to tell you about this woman in the jewelers. That's a whole other message. That's another day. Okay. <laughs> 
Don't ever go. Fellas, I'm going to help you. Don't ever go to the store and buy you something. Because if you buy you something, all right, you know the story. Okay. So, <laughs> I went for one little lonely thing, okay? So anyway, watch this now. We're coming right back to where we started. Then I'm going to let you go. I went back to the villa. And I got quiet in a quiet place there. And I just, I just sat down and meditated a little bit on what I had seen and what I had done. And I said, your word declares that while the earth remains, seed time and harvest. I remember giving for Brother Hagen's birthday a number of years ago, and they bought him a big BMW. I remember giving to Dr. Price and uh, somebody else gave him the rolls that he had, but then he went and bought this new Bentley. So I said, I remember giving for that. I remember giving specifically for Dr. Hilliard when they gave him his Rolls Royce. So I said, I already got the seed in the ground. I just have to name the harvest. Now God has made it, has revealed it to me. He's, he's put me on alert, took me to the spot. Your seed never, ever goes bad. If you didn't name that seed that you planted a year ago, catch up. Name that seed. So I said, Lord, in my quiet place, I said, I've sown seed for that. And if I call it a Rolls Royce, first I was looking at the Bentleys. I'm saying if I call it a, a, a Bentley or a Rolls Royce, then that's what that's the harvest that it's got to produce. Because I've sown the seed. And I've sown the seed specifically for a Rolls Royce for Dr. Hill. Hilliard. So I'm in line according to your word. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest. But just like the crippled man, until I act on what I say I believe. Because a whole lot of folk are saying what they believe. But until you act on what you say you believe, no manifestation. No manifestation. So you got to act on what you say you believe. It's not enough to just say it. You got to act on it. Hallelujah. 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 All right. You got your offering envelopes? All right. She's already prayed. You don't have to pray. All you have to do is in light of everything that I've said, what you need to do now is you need to speak to your envelope. You need to speak to your seed. You need to speak to your offering. And you need to call the harvest that you require. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brother Herb, what was this guy's name before? What, what, what was his Muslim name? You remember? Conrad Muhammad? Any of you ever heard of him? Well, Conrad Muhammad got up and preached the gospel at the Grace Baptist Church in Mount Vernon recently. Remember what the Lord said to us about the Middle East and the, the Muslims? They are ripe. That harvest is ripe. And here is an indicator. Here is an indicator. This article that I, uh, that I got from Brother Herb, that this man has uh, rekindled his faith in Jesus Christ. If you don't think things are happening, if you don't think that this is the end times, if you don't think that it's time right now for the saints of God to step into their rightful place, you have no idea. You have missed it by a million miles. Like I said, the Lord said to me that I, as an ambassador, this vehicle is for him to represent him. Because, you know, just like that, just like that Escalade, People come and talk to you when you got that. People who wouldn't talk to you normally. And it gives you an opportunity to witness to them. How many more are going to come when you pull up in a rolls? Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord, and he is coming soon.